Hello, hello, hello. I hope you guys are doing swell on this fine weekend, on this evening. So, um, I am, you know, well, basically, God has, you know, brought to my attention that I cannot be living like everyone else. And um, the reason why this is, is because I have so many words that the Lord has spoken to me. And I um, have, I cannot be sleeping on these words. I have to be deeply rooted in, in God. And, you know, I have to be obedient. I have to have... Um, you know, dedication to this. I can't stray off. I have to be consistent and I have to make sure that I'm being obedient to the timing that the Lord wants me to speak these messages. So, um, I knew that this, this, on this day, I had to, to speak a word for you guys because, you know, I've been a little bit distracted. I haven't been as consistent as I'd like to be. And, you know, that's fine. Um, it's just all about picking yourself up back up and getting back into it, not beating yourself up because when you beat yourself up, oftentimes it even more um, leads you astray from what you need to be doing. So when you have a healthy mindset and you know, okay, I just need to get back on track, then you can pick right back up um up where you left off and so I want to be more consistent with these words and um I'm not worried about you know who's how many views I'm getting um who who it's reaching I'm just I'm worried about being obedient to the Lord and so um last night the Lord brought um a verse from Ezekiel so today I was going to do that but um, I opened up to Luke and just a little backstory. When I first decided to, you know, really pick up the Bible and read it because I could not understand the Bible for many years. Um, I would Psalms was always my go to because it was the easiest to understand. So um, just I encourage you if you have trouble, you know, understanding and reading the Bible for one, I encourage you to pray over it and ask the Lord to um, help you understand the word. Because for the longest time, I, w- I was asking God, I was, you know, praying and I was saying, Lord, speak to me. And he was speaking to me. The problem is, is that I wasn't understanding what he was speaking to me. So once I asked him, you know, Lord, help me to understand what you're speaking to me. And, um, you know, I kept going back in and reading the Bible. Um, the Lord really actually um, opened up my, my spiritual ears and eyes to hear and see. And I was just kind of mind blown that the Lord was speaking to me through um, these scriptures that I was like a foreign language to me. For two, um, I encourage you to go read Psalms because like I said, that is a little bit easier to understand. Um, cause it's, it's more like poetry. It's, it's more of simple text. Um, and, and so it was easy for me to read Psalms. Um, and, um, so uh, there was something else I was going to say, Lord, what was I going to say?
Oh, yes. And the third thing is, is don't read from the King James Version. Read from the New English, um, the New English translation. Um, it's much simpler to understand because it's in our era it's in our generation of how we speak so the grammar is much easier to understand than thou for um art thou and you know like it's hard for us to even understand that so i really encourage you to read you know the simple text ask god to open your eyes and ears to see for you to understand what he's saying and also um you know read in um the new english um version of translation of the bible so that was just you know a little side note for someone i don't know who it is and also i'm going to be making a podcast on how to understand the bible so tune in for that that's going to be coming real soon but so anyways i was in the book of luke and i have i had bought a study bible so it's a it's a bible that has columns on each side of the pages for you to write down notes so i really i sat down in luke and i made you know i dedicated the whole chapter to reading it and writing down notes and i actually accomplished that so very proud of myself that's going to be the first chapter that I read, you know, fully throughout the Bible. And so I had opened up to Luke and this scripture that had caught my attention um, while I was studying the book of Luke popped up again. And I was going through my notes and I realized that I had never um, wrote down, um, you know, a sermon from that from that scripture that really spoke out to me so um I was going through all my notes and I realized oh my gosh I have so much that the Lord has dropped on me to share with you guys and I was you know just praying to God and asking him you know what should I speak to your people you know what should be the message for right now and this one stood out to me so strongly so I know that this is the one that the Lord wants me to um you know share with you guys today so it's gonna be from Luke 8 and the title of um this is a girl restored to life and a woman healed um so restored and healed are two key words right now that are sticking out to me restoring God, um, there's some things that the enemy has taken from you. There's some things that, um, you know, situations and over time life has, it's depleted you. Um, you used to have so much motivation. You used to have so much joy. You used to have, um, you know, so much, um, your will was strong. You know, you had control over your, your decisions. And lately it just seems like, um, it's hard for you to control yourself. It's hard for you to, you know, get up and, and do things. Um, so whatever it is that you feel like you're struggling with, but it used to come so easy to you, um, your happiness, your health, um, the Lord is saying um, right now that he is restoring that. 
And not only is he restoring that, but he is healing you. And in all ways, the Lord is saying to you, he is healing you um, financially. He is healing you spiritually. He is healing you physically and mentally. And he is healing um, he is doing a total 360 of, of healing in your life, so thank you, God, that, that was just a, a side note, um, so I'm not gonna be reading from the beginning of this, this title, but I'm gonna go, um, from, okay, I am just gonna read it, it's gonna be long, but, you know, um, if you're tuned in, if you're listening to this, you're meant to hear this word, not many people, you know, will, will sit here and listen to a long, you know, podcast like this, but, um, if you're here, if you're tuned in, this is for you, so, um, a girl restored to life and a woman healed, um, and when it says, oh God, so when it says girl, I want you to know that, um, it, it's not, just for a girl it's it's for if you're a man it's for you you know it's for anyone this message anyone can get it anyone can get it the lord is saying anyone can get this message so it was when jesus returned that the multitude welcomed him for they were all waiting for him and behold there came a man named jarius and he was a ruler of the synagogue And he fell down at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. But as he went, the multitudes thronged him. Now a woman having a flow of blood for twelve years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians, could not be healed by any came from behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng impress you, and you say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceived power going out from me. Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Okay, so I need to stop at right here because the the Holy Spirit has dropped many things on me. So... If you go back and you noticed that his daughter, um, in the beginning, um, the man's name was Jericho, Jarius. Um, he had an only daughter about 12 years of age and she was dying. So there's two, there's two women in this text because it says a girl restored and a woman healed. So the girl was 12 years old and she was dying. Now if we go to the woman, she was having a flow of blood for 12 years. And um, so if you notice these numbers in context, 12. Um, you know, the Lord had 12 disciples. So there's there's deep meaning in the number of 12. And... Um, Um, so keep that in mind that there's deep meaning in the number of 12 and there's two women and they both have this number in common 12 and both of them are dealing with health issues. The girl is dying and the woman was bleeding out for 12 years. She had went to, 
um, doctors, and um, she she went to physicians, and she literally was struggling. She was bleeding out for twelve years, like, and so a way to really understand the Bible is to put yourself in these people's shoes. Um, imagine if you were bleeding out for 12 years and you went to doctor, physicians, healers, any anybody, you were trying anything and anything and anyone to, to get healed like we all would, you know. We would do whatever we could to resolve the issue, but this woman, she could not, um, she could not, um, get healed for 12 years. She was bleeding out, you know, imagine if you were bleeding out for 12 years, for one, your faith would be like, God, why are you allowing this to happen to me? You know, you would probably lose faith in God. You would lose faith in in yourself. And you would probably just want to die, you know. So many things would would resolve, um, would happen from bleeding out for 12 years. And this woman, she had tried everything. But when she saw Jesus, it says, She came from behind and touched the border of his garment. So all she did was touch a little piece of Jesus's garment, a little piece of him, and immediately she was healed. And so the Lord is saying um, that it doesn't matter how long you've been, you've, you have been battling with your problem. You, you know, compare the bleeding out to your problem if it's been a month, if it's been 12 years, if it's been, you know, six months, if it's been two weeks, um, the Lord is saying, um, it does not matter how long you have been going through this, um, that when the timing is right, God, you know, he made this woman, um, and the Lord's paths cross, you know, she, she, she fought her way through the crowd. She's seen Jesus. And, you know, because it says there was a multitude surrounding him, you know, like they were just on him, like picture a celebrity, picture you trying to go and, you know, um, and, and touch Beyonce's hair. First of all, well, back in the day, you know, there was no security guard. So, imagine she had no security guards around her but she just had a whole crowd of people around her you know and and they're they're thronging her they're you know they're around her and and you know they're kind of charging at her you would have to fight your way through the crowd this woman was so desperate she did anything that she could do to get through to touch Jesus and so um she she it sounds so insane. It sounds so insane. Um, her thinking, you know, if I just touch Jesus's garment, I'll be healed because she had tried everything. So she had no other way, but to be forced with the, with the real true faith, with the crazy faith, with the crazy faith to think, oh my God, you know, if I touch Jesus's garment, I'm going to be healed. So the Lord is saying, have, you have to have crazy faith. You know, the Lord makes, um, the time go on because 
he once noticed this lady, she was trying to go to everyone but God. She was trying to find every way to be healed, but through God. And so finally, when she had done every single thing that she could do for her, it took 12 years. When she had done everything that she could do, finally, in the destiny time that the Lord had, she had crossed paths with the Lord and she was down to nothing. She was down to crazy faith and she was thinking, I just have to force my way through this crowd and I have to touch the hem of his garment. This was in her mind. So the Lord is saying that you have crazy you have to have crazy faith. And when you really want something, you will stop at nothing. She forced her way through this crowd and she was down to nothing but her trust in God. And so then notice how the Lord says, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So the Lord is saying, when you get down to your crazy faith, when you have tried everything that you can, but you have not found the answer or the healing or, you know, whatever you're looking for. The Lord is saying that that is when you will see the power of God flow. He's because he said, I perceive power going out from me. So the Lord and in, in people, you know, who, who don't know God, who, who don't even believe in him, they think, well, if there was a God, he wouldn't allow me to go through this. Why would I have to bleed out 12 years? And, you know, um, the Lord, he's saying today that the reason why he's, he allows things like this to happen is because you have to know yourself. You have to experience yourself that Nothing in this world will be able to fix your problems except the Lord. This woman had to go to doctors, to healers, to, you know, to whoever she was going to, to get healed. She she tried, I'm sure she tried to do, you know, healing teas, you know, cleansing. She tried everything that she could do. And I am, and I am a living testimony of this. I was down to nothing. I was trying everything I could do. I had anxiety. I would pull up to um, the grocery store and I'd be like, you know what? I can't even go in and I'd leave. I had such bad anxiety. It was killing me. It it was mentally like destroying me. It was, it was, I had depression. I was, I had to go to the doctor and get um, prescribed bipolar and depression medication. And that did not help me. You know, um, that only numbed it for a while, but eventually, you know, I was still depressed. I was still having anxiety. I tried to go to chakra. I got, I bought a chakra book or however you say it. And I was studying that and, and I was, you know, practicing meditation and, and I bought healing stones and sage and nothing helped me. But when I was down to nothing, when I had tried everything that I could try, I said, you know what? I'm going to try God. I'm going to really persist God. I'm going to really try and press into God. And when I did that, I'm telling you, the Lord made me new. I do not have depression. I do not have anxiety. That has no control over me. I may feel it for a second, but I. it's not, you know, I'm not sulking in it. It's not killing me. It's not, you know, everything that I was struggling with is gone now. 
And it's because God. And so now in my mind, I know I cannot turn to weed. I cannot turn to stones. I cannot turn to chakras. I cannot turn to mediums and tarot cards. I cannot turn to astrology. I tried all of that. I know for myself because I experienced it. I cannot turn to any of these things. The only thing that I know is that I can turn to the Lord and the Lord will heal me. The Lord will help help me the lord will protect me the lord will restore me and that is what i know this is what this woman went through how many have you have you, how many things have you tried how many things have you turned to and nothing seemed to help and you were mad at god and you thought how could this happen to me instead of being mad at god why don't you try to press into god because the second that that woman woo, the second that that woman pressed in to that crowd that was surrounding Jesus and she got to the bottom of her knees and she touched the hem of his garment the second that she did that the lord per- ooh ooh Jesus the lord perceived the healing the lord his healing was sent out from his from him just by the garment just by her touching the garment the lord is saying today if you press in notice that the number 12 is there because the number 12 is of new beginnings. It's of patience. It's of sensitivity. It's of emphasizing your feelings and your connections to the Lord. The Lord is saying today that no matter how long you've been going through, what you've been turning through, this is why you have never been able to see um, a, um, a, Lord help me, a resolution. This is why you have never seen um you know, the, the, the problem end. It may have, you know, went away for a month or for a week, but it always comes back. The Lord is saying the reason why is because the reason why he allows this to happen is because you have to know for yourself, we have choice. We have free will. We have to choose God. We have to choose God. But the reason why God allows this to happen is because we need to know that nothing else will help us. Nothing else but the glory of God. Nothing else but the presence of God. Nothing else but the healing of God. Oh, Lord Jesus, I feel you so I am hot. I can feel this thing on me, man. And so the Lord is saying, he said, daughter, be of good cheer. He's saying, daughter, he is saying, my son, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. When you choose God, when you press through, you will be healed and you will be walking in peace. And and not to say that the storms will never come because that's not what the, that's not what having a relationship with God is about. It's not that your problems are going to go away. It's that you are going to be so anchored, so deeply rooted in Jesus that when the storm comes, you will not allow the water to get in your boat. You will not sink. You will be like Peter. You will walk on the water. You will have peace and and know and trust in God. You will know that he, he's done it before. He's brought you through so many things. You Your trust in God will, will be so... Um, healing to you that no matter if the storm comes no matter if problems come you have a different mindset you're you're positioned differently because you have chose to trust in God and he has healed you and he said he he said go in peace so we will go in peace we will not we will never not have problems, but we will have a different heart and a different mindset and different eyes to see the situation that's going on. We will be anchored in God. And so the Lord is saying that 
for someone, you are like the woman who was bleeding out for 12 years. And he said, you've tried so many things. The Lord is saying, what has that done for you? It has not resolved anything. It has not done anything. It was a temporary fix to a permanent solution uh, problem because the problem is going to keep being permanent until you choose to press through to God. And so let's go back into the text 49. While he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, do not be afraid. Only believe and she will be made well. When he came into the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter. James. Oh, oh, I missed a part. While he was still speaking, someone came from the... Uh, I don't know if I missed it. I'm just going to reread it because, ooh, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is on me right now. While he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, Do not be afraid. Only believe and she will be made well. When he came into the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter, James, and John, and the father and mother of the girl. Now all wept and mourned for her, but he said, Do not weep. She is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him, knowing that she was dead, knowing that she was dead. But he put them all outside, took her by the hand, and called, saying, Little girl, arise. Then her spirit returned, and she arose immediately. And he commanded that she be given something to eat. And her parents were astonished, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. And so the Lord is saying, um, for the girl, uh, for the girl, you know, um, she was dead. She was pronounced dead. Everyone saw that she was dead. You know, in your situation, um, you know, you used to be successful. Something happened to you. You know, you're not. You're a failure in other people's eyes. Something died in you. And everyone can see this. And so they they ridiculed Jesus when he said she is not dead. If you have faith um, uh, that she will be made well, she, you know, she's sleeping. And I, and I know I covered this part in another word, but the Lord is, is bringing me back to this section of it as well. And, and he's saying that he's saying that he is going to restore that dead thing in your life, that it doesn't matter what people say about you. Oh, you know, um, he he was always in jail. He ain't going to be nothing. He was always in trouble growing up. You know, he lied. He did this. People hold on to grudges. Those are people. The Lord says, forget them, folks, like Latoya Okia would say. Forget them, folks. Love them from a distance, but forget them. You don't need to listen to them. They can see clearly that that you're dead um, in a way, in a sense. Your situation is dead, but the Lord is saying, no, your situation, it's laying dormant, it's sleeping. But the Lord is saying right now that he is telling that situation because he said little girl arise he is he is telling whatever died in you your courage your faith your security your confidence the lord is saying he is telling those things to arise he is telling those things to wake up and immediately it says as he commanded she woke up she arose immediately her spirit returned to her immediately the lord is saying today and i declare and i decree over your life that immediately it is returning back to you and you will see this you will see this fruit in your life because he is saying it's time to wake up it's time to wake up he is speaking to the dead things in your life it's time to wake up there are things that we, that we need to do and notice how this was the thing that really got me this is the thing that really got me and he 
and her parents were astonished. Everyone is going to be astonished at your comeback, at how your death is now awake. It is a rise. It is immediately awoken. The, everyone is going to be like, that was the person that used to sell drugs and was in jail, but now they're successful and, you know, they're a multimillionaire. Everyone is going to be astounded. And it may not be as big as that. It may not be as big as that, but everyone around you is going to clearly see what the Lord has done in you because he is speaking to the dead things in you and he is saying arise he is telling those things to wake up and this is the thing that got me and he charged to tell no one what happened and I thought to myself why would Jesus tell the parents not to tell anyone why would Jesus keep this miracle you know you know, he, you would think he would want to spread the, the news that he's a healer and that he just, you know, uh, brought this dead girl back to life. But if you go back and you notice, these people ridiculed Jesus. They said, because they could see with their with their flesh eyes that this that this little girl was dead. And and they were mad at him for saying, um, do not weep. Um, she's not dead. She's sleeping. And they ridiculed him knowing they, it says knowing that she was dead and their minds, what they could see, they knew that she was dead. And the Lord was sent and the Lord is saying that Jesus has nothing to prove to anyone that ridiculed you. You have nothing to prove to anyone that judged you and, and wrote you off. You have nothing to prove to these people. They will be able to see it because when this little girl walks out of that house, Jesus and their parents, they don't have to tell anyone what happened. They see it for their own eyes. They see that this little girl was dead and now she's all of a sudden out walking. The word spreads. The fruit in your life will speak for itself. You have nothing to prove to anyone. The Lord is saying that he will be your um, ambassador, your, your, your spokesperson. The fruit, the work that he does, what he's bringing back to life in you, no one is, it's going to be evident. Even your enemies have to admit what the Lord has done for you. The people that that wrote you off, you have nothing to prove to those people. The people that held on to what you did, the offenses that you did, not knowing that something had died in you in that season, you have nothing to prove to those people. They're going to see in your life and your actions and how you and how you walk and how you carry yourself that the Lord has done something in you. And so the Lord is saying, not only is he healing you, what you've been toiling with, what you've been trying to go, you know, to these to these mediums, to these people, to these readings, to the to these, you know, um, stones, um, to these, you know, raves and parties and, and these people and, and whatever you've been going to to try to to help with your bleeding in this case, symbolically speaking, um, the Lord is saying he is restoring that. When you come to him and you touch him, he is restoring that. And not only is he restoring you, he is healing you. He is he is waking up those dead parts in you. And the Lord is saying to you today, arise. Arise. He is saying that to you today. Arise. He is saying you are healed. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So I pray that this encouraged you.
and that this spoke to you and that you will know and you will see and it will be evident that the more that you trust God, the more that you push into him, the more that you seek him, you will be able to see that God is restoring you, that God is healing you, that God is doing a whole 360 in your life. And remember the number 12. This has to do with new beginnings. The Lord is saying to you, when he restores and he heals you, there is going to be a new beginning in your life. You're going to walk into that purpose and you are going to go in peace. The Lord is saying to you today that you have been made well. Trust in God, brothers and sisters. Whew. This thing was hot on me like the Holy Spirit fire. And, you know, I definitely know I said all I needed to say. So know that God loves you so much that he's been waiting for this moment. And that it's going to happen. Um, no longer are you going to go search for for solutions from anything else but but Jesus. Um, so yes, um, be encouraged, keep seeking God, God bless you guys.